Hey guys, so this is Nina Hughes, the host of Misplaced, the podcast. Um, Today's episode is episode two, season two. Um, Before I had other podcasts, they were um, The Diary of a Depressed Bitch, and I forgot the other name of the podcast, but I had two other ones. And this is the one that really stuck to me because even though I loved Diary of a Depressed Bitch, um, I didn't want to limit myself to that one title because I'm so multifaceted. Like one day you might get the woman who's hella depressed, um, hella anxious, who is having um, PTD, um, PTD, PTSD episodes. Um, but you might also get the vibrant and, um, spontaneous Nina, you know, and I didn't want to limit some, I didn't want to limit myself. I didn't want to box myself in. So today's episode, I would be speaking on, um, being the unacceptable fat femme. And what I mean by that is that, um, you know, we see that the body positivity movement is booming, right? It's booming. But 12 years ago, I was one of the first people to actually be within the body positivity movement. And many people may not know that because um, soon after, I I, I just stopped doing it. And I'm going to tell you why. Um, So 12 years ago is when I think Instagram really started to happen. And um, a dear friend of mine told me to hop on, you know, um, Instagram because I had so much to say on Facebook. And I'm like, okay, cool, you know. And soon after, me and many women who were um, on this body positive um, activity movement um, just started to branch out, do modeling gigs, you know, meet people. And it was fun. It was fun at first. I felt like finally fat bodies was being were being liberated and um, were being seen as equals. Um, but unfortunately, that's not always the truth. Um, soon after I realized that my body shape did not have space, did not have space within that community. Uh, they wanted people who were acceptable. They were acceptable, meaning, yeah, you fat, you got bros, you got stomach, but you also have hips. You also have thighs. You also have ass and, 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 and breasts and a small waist. Um, and I didn't have that. All I had was my gut and rose <laughs> and a whole bunch to say, you know, and unfortunately that's not what they wanted. That's not what they wanted. And I felt really let down by my community, the community that, um, that I really started, started. And it wasn't only me, it was many women. And, um, I grew depressed over that, but what I want to say about that situation is that it mirrored everything that I was going through and everything that I already felt so deeply about myself. So it was easy for me to navigate that situation and take it as a lesson. Um, It made me sit back and realize the work that I had to do within myself when it came to my body, um, that I could no longer use the community as a mask you know, because deep down inside I was still insecure. 
Um, so, <laughs> let me tell you the first time I got fat. The first time I started gaining weight was when I was um, sexually assaulted by a family member. And it was a family member that I trusted, that I loved. Good man, when I say a good man, compared to other people in my family, he had a good job, good paying job. He lived in the city, um, in New York. He lived in the city, and you know if you live in the city, you got money. <laughs> um, just a well-rounded guy externally. So family trusted him. And when I got home to tell them, um, what had happened to me, it was, it was, it was, it was not welcoming, it wasn't therapeutic, it was, I felt shame, um, it was made out to be a mockery, and, um, from there on, I just became angry, and I didn't want to feel that anger, like, I'm nine years old, who wants to feel anger at nine years old? And I started to eat just like my mom. My mom was obese, my mom was fat, and I would eat with her. You know, we would eat until we slept. That was our coping mechanism. And I started to gain weight. This little skinny body just within a year had gained so much weight. And then having to um, be, a, be around family who remembers you being skinny and, um, having them to remind you all the time that, wow, you got fat, what happened to you? Oh, you got so fat, what happened? You used to be so, you know, beautiful and whatever. It just made me eat more. <laughs> like, they didn't sign me up for no gym. They didn't sign me up for no dance classes. They just ridiculed me and it made me eat even more. And um, coming from a, a family which, you know, money wasn't a, wasn't a thing so any type of food that we got it was like you better be lucky you got that food so you better eat all of it you better not waste it you better not throw it out i don't care you better eat it so we had to eat it even if we was full so even with that it was just like damn like okay um i guess i got this fat ass body now and because that happened in that community, it really helped me look back at that moment. Like, when was the first time you started to feel insecure? And it was that time. And from that moment on, um, navigating friendships, um, workspaces, uh, relationships, intimate relationships, it just, it was just a trauma response after trauma response. And um, for example, I've always got into relationships with people who always told me that I was not their type physically. There's not one relationship, committed relationship that I got into that hasn't told me, oh, you're not even my type, but there's something about you. And back then, because I was so insecure and so unsure of my body, I thought that was a compliment. I thought that was a compliment. and. Now looking back at it, it was just them finding a way to make me feel small and make me feel thankful that they spoke to me, to make me feel like, oh, I gotta go extra hard um, to please this person. And that's exactly what I did. When you are a fat woman, and I know y'all see the memes, um, we are looked at as, as mommies, like as mothers slash porn stars 
slash nurturers slash providers like oh income income tax season is coming get you a big girl winter is coming get you a big girl oh if you want to eat good get you a big girl if you want to have some bomb head and all of this get you a big girl you know like i know y'all seen those memes and unfortunately i know for me personally i was all those types of women i was that type and i'm, I'm not ashamed to say it like i was that fat body who felt like yeah i gotta be extra freaky yes i have to be extra nurturing yes i have to be extra given yes i have to be extra protective i have to be extra sweet and kind and understanding just to get the bare minimum and i didn't wake up and felt that and just automatically feel that way i saw my mom do it i saw the fat women in my family do it i saw it everywhere it was it wasn't just oh yeah this is what fat bodies got to do it's broadcasted everywhere within movies when you look at movies the fat woman is usually desperate. The Parkers, look at she was desperate. And finally, she gets the man of her dreams once she finds someone who honestly loves her. Like that, that, that is true life. That's how people really view fat bodies, and it's so irritating. And it's not, you know. I don't only want to stick to fat bodies because everybody's insecure about something. Um, but this is this is something where um, I think a lot of people can relate to depending on what what their life story is, you know. Um, it took a lot for me, you know, during my teenage and my years in my 20s. Um, I realized being fat, uh, my trauma response was literally being an overpleaser. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even my childhood trauma. Like, it wasn't anything that anybody else did to me that made me an overpleaser. It was my body. My body that made me an overpleaser. Um, an overachiever, too. It's to the point where even being a fat woman like i can't go outside in just a t-shirt and some jeans and some sneakers because i'm automatically considered dusty i'm automatically considered insecure i'm automatically considered dirty like i have to go out there looking 10 across the board and even now that's a trauma response like 2017 after um i attempted my suicide I lost everything. I lost my clothing. I lost my shoes. I lost every single thing that I've owned. And I had to come to Baltimore. And I remember not having anything. Nothing to wear. But I wanted to go to gigs. I wanted to go to events. I wanted to go on dates. I wanted to do so much. But I couldn't allow myself to step outside. Because I did not look up to par. I literally had a friend give me shoes give me clothing give me certain things just for me to just step outside for something simple and and i know it may seem vain but it's not vain it's a trauma response when you fat like <laughs> i don't know how many times i'm going to say that it's a trauma response when you fat it's like people expect you to um accelerate in every aspect to um 
to be on point. To be on point. You can't be a regular degular fat body unless you want to be on somebody's IG story being um, heated on. You know, like you, you can't. It's like being fat. You can't. You can't just exist. Like we out here really trying to survive. We trying to survive. Um, and I know y'all seen that little situation. Like, and this is this this is this is a prime example of fat bodies always having to be the epitome of um, self love and confidence and. Um, accepting yourself how you are like since when we became the symbol of that why can't i just love my body for all that it does for me why can't i just love my body just like everybody else is loving their body why do i have to epitomize self-love and confidence like why do i have to be that why do i have to symbolize that why am i looked at as um a person to look at when it comes to loving and accepting your body why like Lizzo literally posted about um, having a detox after being, after putting horrible foods and processed shit into her body when she was on a trip. And when I tell you, it wasn't the skinny folks. It wasn't the people who are deemed acceptable in society that was attacking her. It was our own fat people going against her. Because once again, we are supposed to be the shining light the armor, the, the, the love, the, the, the epitome of, you know, self-love and confidence for people. And it's draining. It's draining. When I went into body positivity, it wasn't even, it wasn't even to liberate my body. It was nothing about liberating my body. It was about, listen, heifer, I'm here with you. We are here both with bodies, and that's it. I'm trying to survive just like you. I'm trying to exist just like you. Some days I'm going to be confident. And it ain't even about being confident in your body. It's having the right to your own autonomy. Like it's having rights to your own body to do as you please, to feel as you please towards it. If today I feel like, hey, I don't fucking like my body and I want to post that, I should be able to post that without somebody coming to me saying, oh, I thought you loved your fat body. Oh, or is it because you fat? Oh, you realizing it's because you fat. No one does that to skinny bodies. Nobody does that to appealing, quote unquote, appealing, societal, societal uh, appealing bodies. Y'all don't do that. And I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. Especially being an unacceptable fat femme. When I say I'm an unacceptable fat femme, I'm meaning right now in the fat community, in the body positive communities you see models who are shapely they have quote-unquote balanced ratios meaning big breasts small waist wide hips thick thighs fat ass i am not that i am what you consider a motherfucking apple right right and because of that i'm gonna be used as a prop I'm going to be used as a prop to, I don't know. Yeah, like I said again, to epitomize acceptance or whatever. But we, I'm, I'm not getting paid. We're going to be the people that, oh, 
look at this person we are so inclusive and we accept all fat bodies look at this person i took their picture from their ig wearing our items and i'm gonna post it on my on my website for free and i'm not going to pay them while i'm paying the other body money you get what i'm saying like it's over for that shit. like it's when i tell you being 30 has opened my eyes to so many things in regards to my body it has it's to the point where right now um even navigating sex i put a stop to it because i want to figure out what i like i've spent so many years um pleasing other people over pleasing other people to the point where it made me uncomfortable certain things that i've done and now as an adult as an adult a 30 year old 31 year old adult um i'm trying to figure out what pleases naomi or nina yes both of my all my real names <laughs> what is pleasing me what makes me orgasm what makes me want to pop my pussy what makes me want to really um engage sexually with you it's no more oh you know i am so thankful that somebody sees my body as pleasurable and beautiful and lovely that um you get to touch it we're not doing that anymore um so yeah <laughs> i just wanted to vent about that and um to speak on how i found a way to heal my my body insecurities because they still there like this is not a an episode talking about how um i'm no longer insecure i'm very much so still insecure when i look in the mirror i still wonder like damn god you couldn't sprinkle a little hips <laughs> you couldn't sprinkle a little ass a little you know I actually like my small boobs, so that could have stood. But like you couldn't you couldn't sprinkle a little more ass, a little more hips with it. Um, I have those days. I have a lot of those days. But then I have days where it's like Thank you, body, for fighting with me in regards to having ovarian cancer. Now it's going on two years since um I've been battling it. And Thank you, body, for fighting with me. Thank you for forgiving me for all the the injuries and the mal uh, the the I was gonna say malnutrition, but girl, I don't miss no meals, okay? <laughs> for all the um, the bad I've done to it, for all the neglect, for all the abuse you've endured. Like, thank you for being so forgiving. Um, I thank my body for every single thing now, for allowing me to walk, for allowing me to talk, for allowing me to have these mega knees, okay? For allowing me to dance, something that I love doing. I thank my body for everything that it could do for me. Um, I'm sorry if y'all hear the sirens back there, but listen, I'm, I'm a hood mother. I'm from the hood, okay? <laughs> and I love it, but that's what helps me get through is being able to thank my body for all the things that it has done for me um because we are still living in a very fat phobic world very fat phobic world and even within the fat community and 
I have to cope with that. No, I don't wake up one day and just have all this confidence even though people are bashing me. Let's be real. Let's be real. I wake up every day and I see somebody bashing somebody that looks like me. I wake up every day and I remember how my lovers, my ex-lovers would um, tell me that they, they didn't want to be sexual with me yet they were telling other women that they would fuck the shit out of them. Women that did not look like me. Women who were curvy. Um, they'll be, they'll tell me how beautiful my body was, but they would leave me for the woman that they always desired. So those things stick with you. Those things stick with you, but you learn how to cope. And that's how, that's how I am. I've, I've learned how to cope. I've learned how to understand that my body is here for more than just its, its, its physical beauty. It's here for more than that way more than that because at the end of the day all of us are going to fucking turn into dust <laughs> like <laughs> at the end of the day it doesn't matter what physical shape you have we're all going to be turned to dust and um that's how i remind myself to get up and actually love on myself fully is remembering what the fuck my body does for me and what those bodies never could do for me what your body does for you cannot do for me and vice versa so I'm gonna celebrate my body and some of the self-care tips that I have in regards to that um I started getting back into my little kinky dink um <laughs> sexuality sensuality meaning I started buying lingerie for myself again I started taking pictures naked um uh I started doing yoni steams i just started to pour into myself like i used to like i used to um i also disconnected from people from the people that made me feel low about myself I've, I've kept them far we either cord you we either disconnected or you just don't exist to me um that includes family period um Currently, I'm still trying to figure out what I like sexually by exploring my own body, by um, being sensual with myself, whether that means, you know, having a bath with some candles and a little cup of wine, whether that means twerking, <laughs> whether that means just laying down and doing what I gotta do <laughs> to please myself. Um, yeah. Also, it's me staying on point when it comes to my doctor's appointment. Like I said, um, it's been two years of battling ovarian cancer. And before I was, I was dodging those appointments because I felt like the more I denied it, the more it would go away. Now I'm on top of my appointments, you know, and because of that, I've been doing way better, way better. Um, so yeah, it's important to love on your body, love on your body, because I'm telling you, society is always going to find a way to make you hate it. And, and you got to understand, like, um, they make profit off of insecurities, whether it's skincare, whether it's your body, whether it's health, they 
make profits. The biggest profit comes from insecurities. So it's extremely important to love yourself outside of the the things that they're telling you you should be loving yourself for. Like right now, if I lost a hundred pounds, I'm still I'm still I'm, I'm pretty sure I would still find something to be insecure about. I'm gonna still find something to be insecure about because society tells me to, or because society's gonna point it out, point something out. So what's the point? What's the point of waiting until tomorrow to love myself? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And loving yourself, like I said, doesn't take away the insecurities, but it alleviates the pain. It alleviates the pressure to um, be something outside of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how I feel. Cause I'm I'm not gonna I'm I'm not gonna be fake and be like yeah one day I woke up and all of a sudden I'm I'm so secure I love my fucking body it's fucking amazing <laughs> no <laughs> I'm not gonna lie about that because that's not reality reality is social media um, leads you to believe that all these people are so secure within their bodies but they're not they're not not fully not fully. Everything is transactional. Everything is profitable. So if I sell security, people are going to buy it. They're going to buy into it. You, you know what I'm saying? Um, but be real. We're all navigating some type of insecurity, all navigating some type of trauma, and it will not go away overnight. And, and it's okay if it never goes away. Because somebody like me... Um, I'm diagnosed with depression, PTSD, anxiety, and suicidal ideation. And there's days that my mental health disorders take control, no matter how aware I am, no matter how much work I do, no matter how much I work out, no matter how much I go for a walk, no matter how uh, how much sea moss I eat. <laughs> um, the fact is I'm gonna wake up depressed, maybe. And in that depressed moment, I don't care about no security. I don't care about no confidence. I don't care about any of that. And that's okay. What I'm saying is, you need to find other reasons to why you should love your body. Seriously, because think about it. If it was so many secure people out there in the world, why is insecurities the number one um, profitable thing in, in society? Why is there such a thing as a body, uh, a, a plastic surgeon? Why is these anti-wrinkle creams? Why is there girdles? You get what I'm saying? Like, somebody's buying them. Somebody's buying them. So I don't want you to feel guilty or feel ashamed if at night or in the morning or whatever time of day it is, you feeling insecure. If you look at your lover and be like, you know, babe, today I don't feel, I don't feel confident, but it's okay because I, I still love myself. I still love my body for everything that it does. I honor my body. I support my body. It's really okay to be multifaceted. It's okay to be an oxymoron, meaning... Yo, I love the fuck out of my body, but fuck, I wish 
you know, I looked a certain way because it would be easier. It would be easier for me, honestly, to have a smaller frame, to have a shapely frame. It would be hella easier for me to, to make money. There's this such thing as pretty privilege. And when I say pretty, I don't only mean my face, I mean my body, it's a such thing. But guess what? But guess what? There's a such thing as still loving your body for everything that it does for you. And that's what I'm here to let you guys know. And you know, tomorrow we, we tap into our superpowers. <laughs> um, and today that's why I really focused on creating the environment that I want to be in. Um, to create the body that I want to be in. And I want to be in a body that's guilt-free, unapologetic, and just multifaceted. Meaning, if today I felt like writing, hey, I'm going on a fucking detox that no one would shame me for being, oh, so you're not that confident in your fat body. If today I felt like saying, you, you know what, you're right, I'm not confident in my fat body right now. Or the next day feeling like the bad bitch that I am, I will be able to say, hey, I feel like a bad bitch today and not be shamed for that or uh, contradicted or whatever the case may be. Um, I've also learned to stop being a mommy to everybody. That's what's been healing me when it comes to loving and adoring my fat body a little more. It's like... I ain't got shit for you. <laughs> I ain't got no advice. I ain't got no no pleasure. I ain't got no nurturing. I ain't got nothing for you. Okay? I don't have anything for you. I am not going to be celebrated privately and publicly. You act like you ain't get all your love, all your insight, all your knowledge, all your healing from this fat ass body. You ain't gonna take everything that I taught you, everything that I taught you privately and take it to the bodies that you desire and act like it's, it's it was all you. We ain't doing that anymore. Call it arrogance, call it selfish, call it greedy, but we ain't doing that. We not doing that anymore. It happens so many times. I am not anyone's secret, not a friend, not a lover, not a family member. It ain't happening anymore. You want me to be in private? You gonna pay me, period. You gonna pay me. So that's one step for me combating the fact that I have to be a fat overpleaser, or now I'm not gonna be loved. Fuck it, I won't be loved. You need me more space to love my goddamn self, period. Period. I'm not your porn star, I'm not your mother. I'm not your nurturer, I'm not your healer, I'm not your little private thing, I'm not your sneaky link. I'm none of that. And mind you, I'm a very intimate person. I love keeping my love affairs private, There's, but I'm not your secret. I'm not your secret. And that goes for friends too. I've had a lot of friends um, just still everything of mine when it comes to style and grace because you know <laughs> i do got that um <laughs> them taking that and making it their own and when people see me with size them it's like oh you're trying to dress like your skinny friend it's like no baby my skinny friend is trying to dress like me okay let's let's get that correct um 
So yeah, I'm done with that. And that's how I started to really, really be so... And it's unfortunate that my fat body has to be bold and revolutionary, but that's the case today. In order for me to make space for myself, in order for me to break barriers, for me to succeed, for me to excel, I have to be bold. I have to be revolutionary. I have to be loud. I have to be fucking loud and be like, my fucking fat body matters. Because other than that, I'm not going to have space. I'm going to be in the shadows. I'm going to be labeled insecure. And I don't have time for that. Um, another self-care tip is... Just untying the label of shame and just acknowledging myself by giving my giving myself honor and um just recognizing when i'm the prototype in a lot of people's lives and this is no arrogant shit i've birthed a lot of seeds without pushing anything out this womb of, my, of, of mine and for the longest i was taught to be humble and to be quiet about the things that i know and the things that i do and the way that i impact people but i'm not doing that anymore I'm not doing that anymore. Um, I'm no longer going to be hiding in people's shadows. I'm not your Lizzo. I'm not your Monique Parker. I'm, I'm none of that. I'm a body who so happens to be fat. And all my knowledge, all my love, everything about me should be celebrated. I shouldn't have to be, um, I shouldn't have to be, how can I say it? I shouldn't have to be shouting from the, the, the tops of my lungs about how I matter. How I shouldn't be shamed. How I shouldn't be labeled unhealthy when you ain't, you don't know shit about me. And even if I was unhealthy, my body, once again, mind your own. You have your body to worry about. I have mine. Why can't we coexist? Um, I've been able to celebrate celebrate my body by not allowing people's um, nasty ass behavior to fall on me. I'm no longer in, in, in places where people just feel the need to always tell me that I am pretty to be fat or um, wow you stylish to be fat or wow I wish I had your confidence what the fuck do y'all go around telling people who are shaped nicely or um, who are skinny who are small who whatever who society seen, deems as um, perfection do you go around telling them oh I like your confidence no the fuck you do not so don't tell me that shit if you insecure, that's on you. Don't project that shit on me. Don't project that shit on me. I no longer go into environments like that. There's many other things you can compliment me on, and you choose to compliment my confidence on my body. You can't com you can't compliment the fact that I can fucking style. I, I can I can dress my ass off. 
You ain't gonna compliment me on the fact that I'm a bomb-ass poet. You ain't gonna compliment me on getting out of the fucking the fucking hood and making space for all my hood babies. You ain't gonna compliment me on those things. You gonna compliment me on my fucking confidence on my fat uh, uh, on my fat body, man. So I no longer entertain those types of environments. Um, and I hope whoever is having you know body insecurities, I hope you understand that. Um, Nine out of ten times, those insecurities are are not yours to carry. They're not. They're not. And you're not alone. That's another thing. You're not alone. I just really need you today to take away that your body is here for more than just looking physically pleasing to other people. It is here for more than that. And I hope every day you learn to love your body for all those other things, including it being physically beautiful. Period. Um, so I, I think I have a letter here um, that I want to read. So here we go. It's someone that sent in a letter about being, you know, insecure. Let's see. So this person said, um, A while back, I was dating numerous people. I found myself extremely insecure after putting on 30 to 40 pounds. I have always been fuller, a fuller figured woman and, ext and extremely confident. But lately, I have been feeling a little setback when I broke it off with one of my partners. I was publicly bashed and labeled things as ugly fat bitch, dusty, and many other degraded things in the book. I know that I don't subscribe to those labels and they are not me, but sometimes I think about those things when I look in the mirror or when I look at my body and I, and I am uncomfortable with what I see. What can I do to retrain my heart, body, and spirit? Um, first things first, fuck that bitch. <laughs> fuck that person that's first things first she definitely projected the fuck out of her insecurities that's one i'm sorry me it doesn't matter how insecure i am i've never ever insulted anyone unless i was feeling that way and that's real like i'm not gonna sit here and say i've never insulted anybody what i'm saying hear me again and let me run him back I've never insulted anybody unless I was feeling that way about myself. Period. So if I call another woman or another person a fat bitch, that's only because I see that within myself. Cause first off, this is your this was your partner. They they knew you were fat. Like <laughs> they knew you were big when they got with you. They knew it. Um, how you can retrain, like I said earlier, the way that you can retrain your body and your spirit is to understand that people tend to project their own insecurities onto you when they feel neglected, when they feel rejected, when they feel um, like you're no longer a benefit to them. That's one. Two, um, 
I would never suggest weight loss to anybody. Um, only because that's, that's your preference. If you want to lose weight, lose weight. If you want to just learn how to love your body the way that it is, do that. You own the rights to your autonomy. Like you own the rights to your body and how it looks and how it feels and how, how it navigates the world. Um, three, I would tell you every day, um, like I said before, learn how to love your body for other things besides it being physically pleasing and sexual for other people. Um, we need to stop romanticizing and sexualizing the body. The body does more than that. There was a time when we was walking butt ass naked, okay? Okay? And I feel like once people see a naked body or see a body in general, they have all this criticism and all this this shit to say about it. And it's like my body does more than just be my body is here for more than just pleasing you and being um, acceptable for you, for your eyes. So I would say daily, just focus on the things that your body can really do for you, the way that it has loved you, the way that it has hugged you on your lowest days, the way that it has purged foreign things from your body, whether it's toxic energy, whether it's waste, whether it's anything. It's always looking out for you. So how can you look out for it? That's something you got to ask yourself. How can you look out for it? How can you be of need to your body the way it has been there for you? The way it has been for you, how are you going to repay that? Are you going to eat better? Are you going to exercise? Are you going to sexually explore yourself? Are you going to be around people who celebrate your body for what it is? Are you going to um, move your body? Like, what are you going to do for your body after everything it has done for you? That's how you regain the balance between mind, body, and soul when it comes to loving your body again. You got to be thankful for everything that is done for you. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> that was the velvet letter for today. And, um, Hopefully, I hope uh, this episode helps people to understand that um, your body is your body. I know there's a lot of craze, like it's, it's a craze going on with the whole, um, you don't love your body if you ain't vegan, or you don't love your body if you ain't exercising, or you don't love your body if you ain't doing certain shit. Um, half of these people doing all of this shit still don't love their bodies. Let me say that. Um, but what I will say is that you don't love your body if you don't you don't take ownership of it. That's what I will say. And I don't know how that ownership looks to you, but if you don't do for your body the way that it does for you, then yes, you don't love your body. It's more than accepting it for how it physically looks. It's what does it do for you that you can do for it. And yeah, that's my story on being the fat, unex well, the unacceptable fat femme. Um, there's more coming when it comes to this title. Um, I just really want to speak to speak about it because it's been heavy on my heart, especially this year. Um, for some reason, since I've been dating, um, these issues has been um, magnified, you know. And I'm just thankful. I'm thankful. I'm thankful for being triggered. I'm thankful for um, 
allowing myself space to actually heal the body insecurities that I have or to um to to have my confidence and my love for my body be louder than my insecurities because like I said I'm not gonna sit here and say I woke up one day and I'm no longer insecure but my confidence and my love and my appreciation and my thankfulness for my body is way louder than my insecurities and that's how I'm able to wake up every morning uh, and just find a reason to move and to do and to breathe and to live and to exist and to show up as my flyest bombing self okay it's i've learned to love harder than my insecurities and i want people to take that understand that don't feel guilt on days that you see yourself exercising you see yourself eating healthy you see yourself moving your body and yet you still can't shake that feeling of insecurities normalize that it's fucking normal stop listening to these gurus and these memes on social media telling you otherwise okay you want to be vegan be vegan you want to eat meat eat meat do what the fuck you want to do with your body if you want to be insecure about it for a minute you can do that if you want to wake up the next day after that and be a bomb ass bitch you can do that because you have the rights to your body and the more you normalize that and you feel less guilt for going through a very human experience and human emotions the more liberated you are i promise there's liberation in normalizing your highs and your lows so until next time <laughs> i love you guys and i hope this really helps you guys understand that your body matters whether it's fat skinny average disabled it doesn't matter you matter and i love you peace <laughs>